Hey guys, we're back. Bottom Banter, episode two. Back again. It's actually been a really incredible journey the last uh, few weeks because, at, well, incredible and painstakingly... Painful. Painful, yeah. Um, nothing works. Nothing has, out. yeah. So we went with a couple of different distribution companies and we were promised a bit more and kind of under-delivered on. Typical salesperson. Typical right? salesperson, yeah. So we spent our tens of pounds on... Ten, tens of thousands. Tens of thousands of Hard-owned pennies. But we're, we're very soon uh, going to be ready to to get out there. So we're really excited about that and finally yeah. be able to share that yeah. content. You guys are going to have it soon. Right, so today our, our topic's going to be work-life balance. Well, it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. <laughs> it's been a long one. Tuesday, Tuesday, the day before hump day. So we've had two full days of work. How, yeah. how, how's the week been? Uh, I'm working like quite late and quite long hours, but it's still very, very enjoyable. You know, I, I'm feeling... Uh, this week's gone pretty good so far. Yeah. So slightly, slightly consumed by work. Do you feel at the moment? Or? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. uh, I, for instance, uh, yesterday I did a full day's work and then went and met a person who wants to get involved in, in something else I'm cool. doing on the side. So that took up until about eleven o'clock yesterday. So I think my full day was eight o'clock until eleven o'clock at night. So, you, so yesterday was <laughs> yesterday was work. But, <laughs> but the thing is, it, it you know I'm still completely in control of it, so the mixture is is, is fine for me. How about you? Yeah, how's things with you? Yeah, man, I mean... How's Project Andy going? Yeah, yeah, working on myself too. It's really interesting because the last few weeks for me have been dedicated to making sure that we actually get this off the ground. I've actually had a lot of all, all like awesome, genuinely awesome feedback on what it is we're trying to do here. So, you know, trying to hone into exactly what people want to hear and, and mm. how best to distribute it and finding the right distribution partner to make sure as many people can hear it as possible. But what, you know, what that's meant is at the moment I'm working kind of 8.30 to 6.30 at my at my current job. 8.30? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 and it's a, it's a bloody... I mean, I take the Northern Line to work, and it is, it's a nightmare. If I get to Elephant and Castle at a particular time, there's about a three-minute window where it's either okay, yeah. or I have to wait for about three trains to pass. So get to work full-time until about 6.30, and then... Get home, and I find myself dedicated to mm. to making sure that we mm. working on editing these um, these uh, audio files. Yeah, yeah. You've actually been very good at that compared to me. <laughs> but yeah. no, but I'll, I'll yeah. be honest with you though, it's because I've got like just so much stuff on my on my laptop from over over the years and stuff. So I've had to clear yeah. mine out up in order to um, be able to do this. But I think what's really important as well is that we actually let people know this is our third attempt yeah. at doing the second podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the first one we did, we we had we were able to kind of just like, we had no idea what we were doing. We've actually got to the point where like, okay, we really, really want to narrow down what we're doing and, and have a reason for why we're doing it and then stick to that. Because I think the reason why people are, or our friends or whoever's going to be listening is interested is because we want to give some lessons and some learnings and, and also some entertainment, hopefully. Uh, and But the way to do that is to you know make sure this is actually educational, not just like on banter which we can also promise yeah 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 well yeah we'll, we can bring the banter as long as we get you know we're getting the message across uh, in a hilarious way so Rory and I used to work together in a drinks company one of the great learnings that I always tell people from working at WOW has been we, we, we tried so much that we learned a lot about what not to do yeah. but learning what not to do taught us what to do in mm. a sense we had this vision of starting up this podcast and it was so simple in our heads it was Get the recording done. It's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be perfect. Put ourselves in a room, press record, upload it, 
you know, the next day. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's going to listen to it. Mm. But <laughs> it's been anything but that. It's Turn, been... Turns out it's just as hard as, like, starting a company and yeah. like, running it and, like, promoting yeah. it and whatever. Yeah. And it's that, it's that trial and error and, and, and basically stepping out of your com- uh, comfort zone that's actually been quite a therapeutic um, experience for me. I look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It's good, man. I mean, free therapy, right? Yeah, <laughs> free, <laughs> we're joking about, free therapy. But, but yeah. I guess like what we what we are going to focus on, it's a conversation on mental health, uh, on experience of this, coping mechanisms, what we do and like what we're passionate about. And then like today's yeah. episode is, is purely going to be based on what work-life balance is yeah. for us. We can't yeah. speak for everyone, but we can, we can like very happily give you an insight into yeah. kind of what we're what we're doing. So when we first discussed this topic, uh, the work-life balance, <laughs> we kind of sat back and said, "What does that actually mean to you?" So what if you were define you were to define work-life balance for you? What what would you say it is? So, it's actually a really tough question. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I'll just I'll just kind of um, just shoot from the hip with this one. Work-life balance for me is what I do after work. Work takes up. 50% of your life at least. And then I think especially if you're like creating a company, it's an all-consuming operation, right? I think it's very important that your work-life balance for me is those 10, 12 hours to spend at work and what you do after. So when we first started, genuinely, we would get home earliest at 11 p.m. Like for me now, it's completely different. So now it's like I've kind of learned to control what my work-life balance is. So for instance, I, my hobbies and things like that, which I neglected. So one of them is like, music, I play guitar, I sing and things like that and I kind of just didn't do that for three years except if I had had like six pints. So like for instance now I in over the last year I've learned piano and, and things like that. So it, it, it's it's kind of like all the things you do along with your work um, in combination. That's yeah. what it is for me. If that makes any was, sense. So I've been listening to a lot of Gary Vee and I think I mentioned this a lot to mm. you but like he talks about this idea of work, that work-life balance and how to enjoy your time at work and one of the things that he always preaches is finding that thing that you're passionate about working within startups had never been you know never been introduced to me it was never something that I was involved in or interested in or something that I was pursuing yet I was brought into this um this environment through the opportunity that you gave me at the company. Ever since then, I've kind of learned that actually that particular space and being able to take something that is, you know, pretty much nothing and turn it into something that is that we, mm. that we developed over time and we put our own spin on and we, you know, Your created heart and soul the. Yeah, and and, he, and Gary V always talks about finding that passion, and you don't want work to become life, but you, what it does is make work a bit more enjoyable and a bit more and you and you you get the most out of particular people when you're that much more passionate about what it is you're doing and sure. introducing us to that particular space but at, at the same time there definitely needs to be this balance of uh, a life outside of work whether it's extracurricular activity mm-hmm. you know going to the gym during work is a great opportunity to just clear your head sure it's something i've been trying a lot recently trying to go to the gym sort of between the hours of two and three o'clock it's an opportunity where the gym the gym's quite quiet it's post lunch as well you know and a lot of yeah. people are very in, uh, like unproductive post lunch yeah. you know because i'll sit down like the daily mail and another thing is when you are so consumed with work and wait where when you may be enjoying it a lot you're dedicating so much time to it you do burn out you genuinely do and you don't you yeah. almost don't realize it i think that passion project yeah that can only keep you going for so long yeah and it, it does burn you out and I, I think you know that that has a negative that whether you're a founder or whether you're, you're like an employee or whatever it is that can only keep you going for so long i think it's very important for people who are managing a team to instill that upon them that yeah you know 
Don't sit there on Sundays checking your phone. Sorry about that. Oh, was that your I'm phone? a man in demand. Oh, man. <laughs> um, we were getting deep. I know, we're getting deep. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I don't think, I think it's something very important even still that you shouldn't sit there on a Sunday checking your phone and checking your email. And I think this is something very much that I'm instilling now is that there needs to be a genuine break. Yeah. I've spoken about this before. It's like I turn my phone off sometimes. If I feel it's getting too much for me, I will turn my phone off on like a Sunday or a Saturday and just be like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this today because yeah. you need to allow your mind to recharge. I think I think that's something we didn't do for like 18 no, months no, was no. let our mind recharge. For us, it was all a learning curve because none of us had been through that experience before. And one of my great stories when we first started it was I had a second job offer somewhere else and it was one at an established company and it was an opportunity mm. that made all the sense in the world to so many people. So I decided- To go with the nonsense. Yeah, well, that was it. So I called, <laughs> I'd say about 20 people in my network and said, I've got these two opportunities, which you go for. 19 people went for the one, the safe option, yeah. the this is the path that makes total sense. If you're talking about career pro progression within marketing, this is what you do. And then one guy I <laughs> called and I, yeah, he was hilarious because I called him and he was, he, he's probably me, but 20 years on. And he said, <laughs> he said, <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak it, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I said, yeah, and he said, look, you're, you you're young, you've got an opportunity to take this. At the end of the day, you're at an age where you can bounce back. Yeah. I think that was the important thing. Having one person tell me that gave me the inspiration to say, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna take the risk, I'm gonna go for it. I think that's an important thing to, an important learning or life learning that I've got. It's worth sharing because there's a lot of opportunities. We're in this age where there's a lot of evolution in all sorts of um, areas. In well, in work in general, like work, work life, life has changed massively, but the one thing that's not, not changed whatsoever is that you like this idea of you need to be in and around and talk about what you do all the time. Yeah. And I think that's something that I probably, I'm happy that I don't speak about as much all the time. Like I, but we often found, I remember going to parties with you and like standing yeah. there and just talking about the company. That's <laughs> <laughs> like be in groups of people and they'd just be like, they'd be like, we're having a mad time right now. And we'd be like, let me, guys, you let guys me tell you about, about you. want to talk about chia seeds for a bit? Let me tell you, let me <laughs> tell you about the origins yeah. of what I can't. And I, I, you know, it's like, true. I, I'm not sure if it was like a, a vanity thing almost, but, or if it was like, yeah, you don't want to be that person who's just like, doesn't know when to stop yeah. talking about what you're doing. You know, yeah. you just kind of end up dictating to people and it's a bit like, oh God. So you talk about how the company used to consume a lot of your life, you're saying work until, until 11 o'clock. What kind of effect did you find that that had on you? I think when, when I look back at it, it's kind of like laughable in some ways that I would, no matter what situation I was in, I would like talk to my parents about it. They were like, how are you? And I, I wouldn't tell them how I was. I told them how the company was. It would be like friends ask me, "How are you?" And I'd like go on dates and and like talk to girls and pan up. They're like, yeah. "So how's life?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, things are going well. We just got launched in Sainsbury's." But it's like instead of doing things like that, and I look back at it now and I, I cringe so hard because I literally must have spent not like any kind of worries I had, I would just talk about it, but not about me personally, it's about the company. But I think it's one of those things you learn, that I've learned now is like, is to kind of distance myself a bit from it. Cause you know, you get this pressure yeah. from investors and like management and whoever it is that you have to carry it with you at all times, but you shouldn't. And, and actually yeah. that's a terrible way of, of motivating guys you've put money into, you know, terrible way of doing it. Like the people are not, you're not gonna be able to sustain that. And that's something I've learned firsthand and it's completely unsustainable. I actually think I lost my own identity in many ways. And I and I think this is a huge learning I have now is that the company is not you. It's very hard sometimes to find that balance of what that is and to see the difference, but you need to make an active choice to make sure you don't do that. 
yeah. and you need to put measures in place. And one of those being for me, like actively, like not talking about it or, you know, if you go somewhere, not maybe saying what you do, because it's always like an interesting thing, mm -hmm. right? Like if you run a company, it's an interesting thing. People want to know about it. It's not yeah. normal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there are lots and lots of things you need to do, but you need to do it actively. It's really important what it is we're doing within a, yeah. within a professional environment. At the moment. Yeah. It's stuff that we're really passionate about. And it, at the end of the day, it's our way, right? Like it's and, our way of financially funding ways, ourselves. Right? Yeah. Making an impact. Yeah. And I think a lot of the stuff that we're doing within a professional space is literally making an impact. And I think that's really important because there's a big shift at the moment towards mm. you know understanding what's happening in the world and actually giving a fuck and that is very yeah. that is very important but at the same time S swear jar yeah actually a segue <laughs> Oh God. Sponsors, uh, maybe, you know, maybe every time we swear, we can have one of our sponsors donate. WKD um, will like WKD. donate one, one of their blue ones. Those are the best. WKD, if you're out there, Barnum and Banter, get at me. And Kelly ninety. No, we've actually created our, our new email address, Barnum and Banter at gmail.com. Yeah. So that's that's what it is. But going back to that, I found with um, that you've got to be able to. There, there is a balance. There is space to say yes. I'm passionate about whatever it is we're working on. You've got to be able to switch on switch off that's something we've learned so maybe just quickly i think this is like a, maybe an interesting thing to do what are the three things you could have done or have changed that have made you given you the ability to have the balance that's making things work better for you now because i've never known you leave the office at 6 30 <laughs> yeah well i think you once quoted as one of your favorite quotes i always used to remember this is quite a funny thing because it always seems like negative within a with a press space of like this yeah. idea but i totally it makes total sense it's the idea of um, um don't confuse activity for don't action. confuse activity for action. I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that. I've seen that interview <laughs> with the grocer. I saw it the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. Do you know who told me that hilarious. though? My dad. Really? So my dad. No, my dad was aware because yeah. I would send him pictures of me. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah. uh, no, but I, so I would, um, sometimes I would speak to my, I, I feel bad about this as well, but I would, yeah. I would talk to my parents very rarely. <laughs> I was in London, yeah. but I once or maybe like once every two weeks, which isn't maybe the best thing to do with your parents. Uh, but, but I am, I sometimes would FaceTime them from the office on a Sunday. Yeah. And my parents would be like, why are you in the office? I'm like, I'm just doing all the stuff. Like, what are you? Yeah. My, and then my dad, after a while, was like, "What are you actually doing?" He's like, "It's not healthy." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was what he said to me. He was like, "You need to remember, you can't confuse activity for action." Yeah, right. That makes. I mean, I, I get that, and I know, I know, I know. When I first started, it's like, or when you're in. I think there's a lot of people out there actually. When I used to work at a um, insight company, a lot of you felt like people were there from sorry, say nine o'clock to five thirty, and as soon as five thirty hit, everyone left. So what that means is, there's got to be that, those last thirty minutes where. Everyone's either waiting around yeah. or whatever work they haven't, they end up leaving at 5.30 then needs to be done at a different time. Yeah. So for me, it comes down to what work needs to be achieved within a certain time. It I should know be that way, but it's, it's, it's actually the way they, it's yeah. a very dramatic way of doing things. I did an internship at Bio, which is a massive pharma yeah. company. Don't come at me, Peter. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. so I remember it really vividly. Like they would get in at eight and leave at four. And a lot of the reason for that often was they would play sports, they didn't get home for their kids. And, and it was one of those things where they would come in, get their work done yeah. and leave. Yeah. And that made their work life balance so much better. I would very much yeah. argue that whereas in the UK, it's like people come in at nine, leave between like six and seven. Andy yeah. needs a fucking toilet. <laughs> right. I'll be right back guys. Or well, literally it's next door. So number one being, uh, don't confuse activity for action. That's it. Yeah, number two, yeah, like fundamental, fundamental learning. I've always been terrible at organization, right? I've always been terrible at organization, but it's understanding how 
I can put myself on particular tasks, okay? What I get criticized a lot for is starting lots of oh, yeah. projects and not finishing anything. There's a lot so, of people there, a lot of people Yeah, there. yeah. Actually, it's funny because that's one of the reasons I've been quite um, adamant about making sure that we, we kind of get this podcast out yeah, of yeah, the yeah. tangent. But um, no, it's, it's yeah, I, I don't necessarily create a list, but I understand and I recognize what, and I suppose this comes through self-analysis, recognizing what tasks are playing on my mind and then focusing purely on those and making sure I complete those. Mm. And it tends to come down to being what is either the quickest to achieve, what's the most important to achieve, and what, what then I can focus on at, at a later date. So that probably be number two. And I think number three, God, number three, is under, it's recognizing what your passion is that would be my number three understanding what it is that you're genuinely interested in where your strengths lie what you then need to be focusing on in terms of improve, improving your own self-worth or self-value that you can add to particular people within an environment I mean I absolutely love and this doesn't happen a lot but when someone calls you up and says hey I've got this problem can you try and help me with the solution mm. understanding where you have you add real value um, it, amplifying that and then them knowing that when they are in a particular situation I think you'll find this for you when it comes down to speaking to people around the, the kind of initial stages of starting up a business that's where you're you know you really have those strengths so for someone like you it would be, be that side of things for me I find it's within the you know yeah. within marketing within a startup environment food and drink 100% because that's we've literally been yeah. through it yeah. we've done pretty much everything all, yeah. every different activity that you can do within our, our space over the last three years so for sure I'd say that's number three awesome yeah I'm just going to do my three anyway you know what I want to get some shit off my chest <laughs> no um, look I, I think as well I think my First, like my, my biggest one is probably you need to really, really, really learn to communicate. It's very, it's a very tough thing to do, especially like within a small company. It's because especially if you're, say you've got a co-founder or you found it yourself, you know, there's, there's, there's tears, right? I.e. like some staff shouldn't know when you're raising money or, or at certain times they shouldn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so it's quite hard to... So think. structural tears and physical emotional tears is what Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah, lots of tears. <laughs> lots of tears. Lots, lots of crying. Lots of crying. Go on red and crying again. <laughs> red lobster. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, so, so I think it's quite a tough thing to do, but I think yeah. it's very important that... So it's that ability to communicate. And then I think that's within the management team itself. And I think that's like why you need to make sure that you always have those catch-ups that yeah. everyone knows exactly which way they're going. Yeah. And then my second thing is um, like giving people autonomy. So um, if you bring someone in to do a job role, you've brought them in because it's something that you either don't want to do or you're generally not able to do or not good enough to do, right? Or they're better than you at it, right? Yeah. So if you bring someone in like that, as long as you've like briefed them on what it is, You've got to give them the ability to actually perform that role. Being a founder of a company is very tough because it's your baby, yeah. but you need to let people perform the function you brought them in to do. So they need to have some ownership, right? So that's my second one. Yeah. And just on that, I'm reading a book at the moment by Scott uh, Scott Harrison, the founder of Charity Water. Did you see Scott Harrison or Rory Patterson? Scott Scott Harrison. <laughs> I think a lot of it's plagiarized. Yeah, yeah, by uh, me. Yeah, by <laughs> you. Yeah, the content you put out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was written. You know, it's it's it's, it's his it's life. Yeah, ten years ago. No, but he he talks about that a lot, and he got to a particular point in Charity Water's evolution where. 
he always recognised that he needed to bring people in for certain areas. And to, and then at one particular stage, he got to a point where he was like, actually, there's pieces that I'm doing or I'm trying to oversee that actually I need to bring someone in and basically, or a professional to come in and do that particular area mm. of the job. And, he's, and, and that's one of the things that he really stood by. And it's, that's a really important, that's a really important thing to do, right? Like you're there to get it off the ground Absolutely. and then bring people in. It's, it's something I probably like, I hope like anyone future takes would put money into I do, doesn't, doesn't get put off by this. But yeah. anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't really care. I do care. It's that, you know, I think you get to a certain stage, right, in your business where as someone who's, I've never ran a business that's five, six, Successful. seven years on. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, you know, five, six, seven years on and, yeah. and it's an established business and, and just needs to grow. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't need to reinvent itself or yeah. invent itself in any way. It's just to grow, right? Yeah. So I think if I was in that state, I would just bring in a proper CEO who's, who's done that and knows that. And I think it's very important you need to know when you're at that level, like to step aside. Is it, I mean, but is that hard, is that a hard thing to know? Like, do you ever, yeah, like you must feel like you're babying this thing and it's your thing and you don't want somebody to come and step away. You know what, you know what, honestly, like when, when I could feel myself um, before I left that it was, there's there certain times when it was like, I don't quite have the knowledge I need to have. Yeah. And I don't believe anyone there has the knowledge we need to have at that time. Yeah. And that, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, and I, and I, I'm comfortable saying that. And you know what? I, I hate saying it sometimes. And like, but I check, no, I don't hate saying it. But you know, when you're, I, I never used to listen to what my dad said when I was young, but I genuinely still believe it. And he always like, said to me, he's like, you don't know how to run a business. Yeah. He's like, you know how to start a business. Yeah. And I think it's obviously you can learn on the job, but like, if you're at the very top of the ladder yeah. and you want to make these big decisions, yeah. You almost shouldn't be kind of learning those things in the job, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. obviously, over time, you'll develop the skills and whatever, but, yeah. you know, I, I think... We... Yeah. Yeah. And we... But, actually, just on that, or remember, Roy, just thinking back, and maybe this was because we were so invested... Yeah, we both... We, we were... You were more invested in it than I was, but I was also... I no, felt like I had that invested in it. Yeah, we used to... We did clash over certain things, and there would be, there'd be areas of... Um, there's someone, there's someone hooping right outside the door. Mate, this, this is what happens when you do podcasts. Yeah. Uh, it is now eight o'clock. Eight no, six, we we, cla- we did genuinely clash over things. Well, it's good. It's, 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 it's good hilarious. To clash. Yeah, it, it is. But it was like it's, good to be passionate. it's hilarious because at the time you kind of felt like you know your job or everything was on the line. But yes. really, it was just an opportunity for us to just kind of get everything off our chest. And it was we were around each other so much, and the whole team was around each other. Uh, what what? all the time and just leading on to I think what our next point will be yeah is um this is before we get on some more banter issues yeah, I know, we've got I a couple of segments that we want to introduce to people a couple of good sectors. we do want to stay on topic here but um so we're talking about the balance like do you think because as, as as someone who like what hadn't founded it but came in very very early do you think it affects the team do you think uh, it, it's different to what a founder experiences like the pressure you experience but also like the drain maybe you experience from working those hours as someone within the team as opposed to as, yeah. as a founder well i think what was really important was when we started out on the journey there was we all kind of believed in what it is we were yeah. doing and whether or not you were founding the thing, we had some great team members as well who mm. were doing, and there was a real passion behind what it, what we were doing, and we really felt like we were making a difference within the drink space. They poured everything into it. To be honest, yeah, I didn't have that financial investment that you all had in the company, mm. so I didn't have that in, but 
I also wanted to make sure, and I, and I, people have described me as a hard worker when the project is right. And yeah. this felt, this was the right project and I loved it. And what it's done is set me up for understanding what the next project I want to work on is. So we're just going to move on now to a little something we call random word generator. Random word generator. That's a thing, and I mean, you know, it's something that might become one of our favorite segments of, of the <laughs> show. Favorite segments. But who knows? Show. We're gonna give it a go. We'll see what everyone thinks. Let us know. But do you want to give the premise of this then? Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna generate a random word. Yeah. One person behind the laptop, one person in front of it, oh, and shit. I'm gonna let you know. What, not what the word is, but what the word... You gonna give me some clues? Give you some clues. Wow, this is, this is cool, I like this. So this is something you've come up with? Yeah, I've sat here Man. for, for <laughs> a long time thinking how I can this, plagiarize something. Is this something. what you've been doing during the days? This is, um, this is what I spend my days doing. Yeah, this is what I spend my days doing. Close yeah. while, exactly. Um, okay, so you want me on the, on the other side. So, it's kind of fun, because like everyone at home can actually play along with this too. So, well, what you're gonna do, you're gonna give descriptions there, they're not gonna know what it. I mean, you're gonna know. I mean, I'm gonna get it before them. So what, I got 30 seconds. 30 30 seconds. So your time starts okay, when I ask the first question. Okay, go. Uh, so basically, it's something that's horrific. Something that's horrific. Like, uh, and I, you, I can't believe you, my no. face. Brilliant. <laughs> no, so again, yeah. so um, like, if you were to go on a night out and you were to do something really bad, yeah, like it would yeah, yeah. be disastrous. Done. No, that's not it. It's something. It's around that. Um, uh, okay, so something really bad. Would it, if out. if, so if you, you were to do something tragic? explicit. You would it would be, be. It would be oh, ominous. No. Ominous. Sexual. <laughs> sexual. Sorry, you. Is this, is this, uh, okay, so you've got about so, ten seconds. Okay, so we've got ten seconds. So um, just, you know, give, we, give, me, give me something else. Come on. You know, it, something. it's something that you you just yeah. horrific, horrendous, yeah, it would terrible be, night be, out. No. That would be. Uh, or not just a night out. I could say a night out. It's so creepy. Sounds kind of creepy. Not my fault. Yeah, I'm like. So, you're no, don't tell me. Obscene. Obscene! Yeah. No, it's like kind of no, okay. okay, that's rubbish. I hate this segment. Okay, let's move on. I'm going to do one for you now, Rory. Thank you. Uh, I'm actually going to give you clues that um, can oh, okay. actually give you the yeah, good clues. I didn't want you to win. Did, did anyone out there actually get it? I, I, I doubt it. Let us know in the comments. Okay, this will be this will be a lot easier for you because oh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good at the old adverbs. Adverbs. Ad <laughs> Adjectives. Adjectives, that's it. Okay, so reading running this, edit settings, quantity one, duplicates, no. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, you ready? Go. Okay, so imagine like a, a, a big old group of birds just doing their a thing. Flock. Yeah! You got it! No problem. Yeah, fuck yeah! Fuck uh, yeah. Okay, let's do another one actually while you're there. Walk a flock of flame, let's do another one. Let's actually do another one. You've got, you got 20 game. seconds. Come on, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna do this. Let's see how many we can get. Ooh, you know, you burn yourself and you you know, you take an open flame, you burn it. You're What are you doing to the skin? You're, you're not. You're, Oh, it's a hot one out. Oh, it's, uh, you know, you crispy. get it. You get it. <laughs> oh, crispy dog. Oh, yeah, crispy dog. Oh, imagine like, uh, you know, you, you, you take a, you know, a, Bunsen burner, a Bunsen burner and you, um, it's, what is it? Oh, that's a, oh, you know, oh, today's hot outside. It's a real scorcher. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One more. You have to go incredibly normal. I know. Oh, it's hot outside. Oh, it's dead hot outside. It's I don't know. It's a real scorcher. Okay. One more. You've got 10 seconds left. Yeah. <laughs> the 30 okay, second so timer. Long as 30 seconds of you gave me. I gave some good you gave clues. me about. Was you hard. gave me about a minute and a half. Okay. Mine is oh, I tell you what. If you get this one, you're going to be all of the points. You're going to be rounding up. 
you're going to be not rounding, but you're going to be grabbing them up. You're, all the points. You're going to be. You're oh, going to be. Um, shuffling? Holding. <laughs> <laughs> Picking up. No, close. Um, it's. You know, you know, hey, you ever seen that movie with that guy? Hey, turn off your. Is that <laughs> That's your phone. Who is that? I don't know, someone's sending you images. Okay, shall I open it up? <laughs> yeah, this is another segment. <laughs> yeah, you can open it up. It's probably no, no, saying no, something about you. Yeah, it is. No, it's someone's You know, have you ever seen that um, that Denzel Washington movie with uh, where he's, you know, he's the bone. The bodyguard. He's bone. Uh, you know, he's he's the boner. If something comes, if you take boner and you split it up between bone and uh, he was the bone. Collector. Collector. Collector, collector, yeah. Um, you were t- you were t- you were two of you were two of three, which two is three. Three. I was zero of one. So, okay. well, that was that was good. That was a really fun that. segment. Yeah. So for our last segment today, I believe Andy, we've got our very first fan, fan question. question. Fan question. And it sounds fantastic. <laughs> first off, we'd like to thank Rohan for sending this Same. in. I'd like to thank Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, me too, man. Uh, just thank you. Next, yeah, I'm stalling for time here because we are, this is all happening live. Rohan, again, really appreciate you sending in the questions, and anyone else out there, um, feel free to send us in some questions. We can give our opinion on what it is you'd like us to give feedback on. Fun fucking question, mate. I'm going. I'm done. <laughs> this is rambling. Okay, so this is the question, <clears throat> and it's a relatively long one. Good, but it's a good one. In fact, I don't think anyone's going to be able to follow up on this. You know, it's going to beat this. Uh, I definitely could. Here he goes. In the city, I've become aware of a particular type of worker, which now I'm guilty to be a part of. Capable and fiercely ambitious, but underpinned by a real belief in their own inadequacy and insecurity. It's an endless pursuit of climbing the ladder and fulfillment, but you never reach it. Is this something that's relatable across any type of job? Or is this pressure that's been built up over years only down to myself? Great question. Super good question. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, honestly, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll like fire from the hip again. Go for it. Go <laughs> Just for it. jump in. Look, I mean, um, I actually honestly think this is this is kind of like a more of a question of, of almost life than just your job. I actually, I'll just relate it to myself because I think that's one of the questions you had to other people feel this. And I always remember me with, with the drinks company, it was like, when I get on a supermarket shelf and I walk in, I'm going to have this feeling of just like elation instant gratification I've always been looking for like but it's not like going to the casino and winning like a million pounds or something you, I don't think you ever truly get that feeling uh, or, or that that platform or that place you're looking for so I think it's like a bigger life question in general it's like you need to enjoy life as it, as it moves along like it's like that eternal search for happiness happiness like as cliche as it sounds isn't a destination it's a journey yeah and so I think if you're always going to be chasing that and never getting there it's very detrimental to your yourself and your and your mental health and even your physical health. Generally, what I would say is that if you're still having that and you've been doing the same thing over and over again, then it's probably you're probably not doing the right thing. So I'd probably say look at something different because it's not going to change. And not to sound negative, but like you yeah. know, I, I think if you're looking for that destin, you're never going to find that destination. So you need to find the thing or the or the job you want to do or the life you want to live where you feel that happiness throughout. Awesome. I think I'll leave it there. Rowan, I hope that in part gives you uh, our opinion on that, on, on, on the question. Awesome question. Thanks yeah, for Yeah, awesome me. question. Thank you so much for telling me that. I appreciate it. And that's it. I suppose that's the end of episode two. And hopefully within the next week, we'll, 
we'll have this live. We're off with some vegan chicken wings. We're off with some <laughs> vegan chicken wings. And um, I hope we've been able to at least uh, explain better what it is we're about and, and really stick to the task. I know a lot of people have been feeding back on episode one. We, we tend to go off on tangents, but we're, you know, we're really trying to you know, give you some of our own life lessons back or, or feedback on, what, on things that we've been through and um, really do reach out to us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Give us feedback on the on the post that we're putting out there. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it from us, Barnum and Banter. <clears throat> Episode two. Thanks for listening. It's done. The circus is in town, but we're out. We're out. Cheers guys.